No, give me my little flip phone. I'll call you and you call me and that's it. And I ain't no telephone lover. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Both Sides with DJ and Honey Podcast. Hey. What's going on? Hey, it's another episode. Another one. We're back another week. Um, nice little week we had. It was. Yes. It really was. Hope you guys enjoyed the last week without um, Both Sides with DJ and Honey, but we are back um, to deliver you guys another, Wonderful. hopefully another episode that you guys will enjoy. Right. Um so last weekend we did um, go out. Yes, we did. Great time. Went out to DJ Eddie Nocentelli's birthday party. If you guys haven't heard, I believe he's on episode eleven. Maybe Either. I think eleven. Um, DJ Eddie Nocentelli's birthday party, which was basically which a, he celebrated. We have to say he celebrated with his girlfriend. Yes, it was also Sabrina. Shout out to her. Yes, yes. Um, birthday party, and it was like a sound clash. Uh, basically, a bunch of musicians. Just having a great time, drinks. It was a nice little session. So shout out to DJ Eddie Nocitelli and Sabrina. Yes. Happy birthday to them. Hope they enjoyed their week. Um, also had a snow day this past week on Monday. I got to stay home with my golden child, I called him. I call him. Everybody call their kid the Golden Child now. Nah, he's not my. That's my. That's my. That's my boy though. I don't call him the Golden Child. But got to stay home with him. Snow day. First snow day of 2019. We in the house, Power Rangering up, mm-hmm. doing all that stuff. Which I came home. Drawing, giving me candy, hard pieces of candy. They've been sitting <laughs> in his room since Halloween. Um, but the kid's a sweet kid. We had a great day. That's good. Honey is very quiet because she didn't get to enjoy a snow day. Because my job was open and I had to go no matter what it was. Yeah. And so, sometimes it happens that way. It was just the boys in the crib. It was cool. We had a great time. Um, you guys had a great time. It was wonderful. So that was this past week. Uh-huh. Well, we're going to jump right into it, right? Yeah, let's go. So, okay. First and foremost, we had to switch up the whole floor of this show because I don't know if you guys saw the... R. R. Kelly, Kelly with Gail King. <laughs> the interview that has everybody just, I guess, well, it has me laughing, first and foremost. Um, I'm R- looking at you like this. I mean, no, it was funny. It was definitely something. It was a bunch of things he, I wrote down. Um, basically, it was just a fluke for him to just basically show his emotion, I guess. On the camera, one reporter said, um, I can't remember her name, said it was like another episode of Trapped in the Closet. Ah, uh, man. R. Kelly, yeah, he got on there. There's a couple of things I want to point out. Like, Gail King asked him some questions um, about his past cases. He, he made it very clear to um, Gail that he beat his case. So when a man beats his case, I guess to him makes him innocent. So I know R. Kelly is like, like, and you can start to see, like, I don't know if anybody listened to the documentary or watched it, um, how illiterate and like how, like, like how 
Yeah, he just he's not all there. You know what I'm saying? Like I know they say he can't read and write good and stuff like that. Like you can tell in the way he talked because I never really heard R. Kelly talk in an interview until this one, <laughs> and it was by far the funniest, funniest interview I've seen this year, 2019. What you think? I think it was a it was a bad publicity stunt. It was the worst interview I ever seen him in. Um, you know, to to get on <laughs> to get, I'm still laughing because. It's just ridiculous. Like the whole incident of crying. The the worst thing about it was that he was saying these women lied. You had your wife, your ex wife, I mean, even all or a portion of these girls come on and state, yeah. And it's true, none of them knew each other. And even exactly. if they did, it's still to a point you still deny you had no interaction. They walked through against you. Exactly. I think that man looked crazy. He looked like he needed to be. It admitted. was hilarious. It was a joke, and it was just something. I was surprised he did it because he still. I, and this is how you know it's like publicity stunt. Like the man, while he was, I guess, putting on his fake tears and stuff, specifically asked if the camera was still rolling because he wants y'all to see, <laughs> see this. And his exact words. Um, they're saying that the the social media mess effed up his life, a uh, bunch of things like that. R. Kelly was just ranting off about, but he's the same guy that went and ate McDonald's after he got out of jail, exactly. eating Happy Meals and stuff. So this is a big joke in his show to him. Like like um, the reporter said, it's another episode of his, this and is, um, we're not going to keep him in our episode to ride out. Yeah, this is not the way. But he, it was a funny interview. If you guys haven't seen it, go on YouTube. It's it's there. Trust me. Um, <laughs> we got into some other news. Other news. Okay. Other news. Bernie Sanders is running. Yeah. Yeah, so yay to Bernie Sanders. I voted for Bernie Sanders. I'm saying it. Put, you know, I put it out there. I voted for him last, you know, I'm election sure in the primaries and stuff. Does. I hope that I hope that it, I I just want a new president at this point, at this day, and then and then back to that. Yeah, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I know you want to get That's some more. That's another chat. thing. I know we spoke about this. The fact that R. Kelly's interview is superseding the the fact that the 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 president has his own controversy going on, and it's now hushed because all about R. Kelly. It's amazing how the media, I shouldn't say the media, how certain news could be like switched over so you won't see the reality of real news. R. Kelly, this has been going on for a quarter of a century. Yes. That's fake news. <laughs> what? Okay. That's fake news. Um, done with them. Anyway, like I said, I spent the day with my son on the snow day and stuff. And um, this weekend, DJ brought up to me Momo. The character everybody's yeah, been everybody going crazy, crazy about yeah. and stuff like that. And this week we found out that it was a hoax. That it was just something that somebody put out, retweeted what? A retweet from well officially it was um what's her name Wanda uh, Wanda Maximoff and yeah. then Kim she Kardashian. Did, yeah she yeah it went from one person then to Kim Kardashian. Once she tweeted, it became viral. it became viral and um. It was a hoax. It was nothing to be scared about. Um, DJ eventually told me that they got Momo. He told me they got <laughs> told Momo. Me too. Um, but I guess they didn't explain to him what really happened in school with Momo because they did warn the kids and stuff like that. Um, I'm glad they did it though. They do. You gotta, you know, be, you gotta, be, you gotta aware. be aware and be, you know, very, very on top of things with things and like kids you know, are very attack savvy, tech savvy. Yes, and the so. internet is so accessible. Mm-hmm. Anybody it could be anybody crazy putting any of those things up. So. I'm glad that the school told him. I'm glad that I knew about it. And yeah. I'm glad that he was even 
worried about it, yeah. you know, to, to bring it. He's like, Daddy, yeah, I, he told you. me, he's like, Daddy, I can't watch oh, YouTube because so of Momo. Yeah, so <laughs> that was it. Um, so we did catch up to some, jump into some shows this weekend. Yeah, we did. Great um, Doom Patrol, which, which is um, starring Brendan Fraser. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, which is a DC Universe show. It's basically, looks like a spinoff or... Yeah, spinoff from Titans. Yeah. Because they used the similar characters from one of the episodes in Titans when they were going to look for Beast Boy. So I think the it's about four episodes out now. You guys go check that out. I think it's a good show so far. I do. I like the storyline in it. I do like the fact that DC is starting to make a little lane for themselves, yes. a little more to. over so like how Marvel is doing and always been doing. Like DC's always been on the back end with mm-hmm. the shows and the movies and stuff. So they're really trying to step it up. They do have it on DC Universe. I can't tell you guys where else you can watch it. Yeah. Um, but you guys check that out. Um, I think they'll eventually put it on Netflix, though, because Netflix. they Netflix put Titans everything. on Netflix for a month. Right. So if you guys want to wait till the season's over, I'm pretty sure that'll be on there soon. Um, we got into Umbrella Academy. That was good. I don't think so. Why? I wasn't a big fan of Umbrella Academy. I, I, feel, like I, had to, I feel like I had to see it through. Because that's just how Netflix do you. Netflix don't allow you to stop watching. That's why you Netflix, you chill, you die. That's it. That's life. So I was watching it. We were watching it. And you, you liked it. You liked it. Yeah. Um, I didn't think it was... Like, I thought it was different. Yes. I give it that. Um, I wrote down, actually... Go ahead. You want to get synopsis? And then I got my... Well, it was... It happened a random day in 1989. Why are you talking about it like it's real? Oh. Well. You was in that, you were talking about like you was one of them. <laughs> well, it was 43 women got impregnated who's never been impregnated. And out of those 43 women, seven of those kids were adopted by this mad, I call him mad scientist. He's he a paid billionaire. For he paid, so he paid yeah. for them. He's a billionaire. And they were raised, um, to save the world, uh, the person, uh, what's his name, Sir uh, Haggard? I don't know. Uh, Sir Reginald ha- Haggard, oh, Haggard Hargreaves is the guy's name. And overall, it's, I would say it seemed like sort of like a knockoff of... The Avengers. Okay, now give me this. Does that make me spoil that I like 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 those Marvel movies and those DC stuff that are starting to come out and are so good and they have actual history to go off? make people spoiled to to want to wanna watch other superhero and other comic book stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're so used to the regular, you know, Marvel, Iron Man, this, this, man. I know, but I'm just saying, like, I hope my standards, my standards are pretty high. You know what I'm saying? So when I was watching that, like, I, I wrote down, so it was, you said seven kids. I, I try to remember them, and I try to remember them in order for that reason. Um... It was seven kids. They all had seven different powers oh, and strengths. Yeah, um, right. The first one was a strong wolf. I don't know what. <laughs> go figure. The second one, they said he had a power, and he was just like an assassin type guy. So I guess they just trained him to have powers. The third girl, her, I thought her power was dope. Um, well, the first girl, her, she was the third one because they were all numbers. Numbers, yeah. yeah. Um, she had the power to persuade, I believe. Yes. Or number she might have been yeah. number four. I don't know. Um, the fourth person can see the dead. Right. Five can travel through time and jump and shift around like Nightcrawler. Um, 
Six was dead the whole movie, but he was in the movie. In the movie, and then, talking to the one. Yeah, he was talking to the one who could see the dead. And the seven one had the destructive powers, she and was she was going to destroy the yeah. world. So you guys figure why I have my standards so high for these Marvel things, because <laughs> this sounds like the Avengers on crack or something like that. I don't know. Um, other stuff we got into, Killer Mike, Trigger Warning. Now. I like the series. It was it's, warm. It's it was different. It was different. Yeah, yeah like in that case, yeah, it was raunchy. I, I, it did, in in a way, shed light on I guess good things. But then, mm-hmm. in a way, I just maybe I didn't like the delivery too much. Yeah, certain like, like things. I felt like he went about it was certain, too far. Yeah, I think he yeah. took certain things too far. But maybe that was where he was trying to go. So I can't knock a person's platform out when the they finally get it. Yeah, you gotta be out that's the how box. he did it. Yeah. Um, so a couple of movies. Or a movie came out this week where we oh, found very interesting. I think we talked about it early in the season. Um, Creed. Two. Two hit the DVD market this last Tuesday that just passed. Right. So if you guys haven't seen it, it's out on DVD now. It's Make sure you guys will see it. And we are going to try, and I'm going to say try because it took us a long time to see Glass. And we're going to talk about that right after we talk about Captain Marvel. Right. Is in theaters. Right. And I'm interested to see... How Captain Marvel, being that it comes out a couple of months before the next Avengers, tie into this? Because it all ties in together. Samuel Jackson's in the movie. Um, Jude Law's in the movie. Jude Law's in the movie. Um, They are... Samuel Jackson's character is already developed in Marvel. He is... um, Damn. Nick Fury in Marvel. Mm -hmm. So, I'm guessing this is back in the day because I see him, he has hair. So... I want to see how that translates. It, it's going to be dope. It's going to be interesting. And that's why, again, my standard is high. Um, what else we got, baby? Uh, want to talk about Glass? Glass. We did see Glass, finally. We saw it a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, we did. Yeah. It was a, it was within a nutshell, because we can't talk the ending, but the ending, I was like, once again, a controversy. It's always a lot of controversy, but... I thought it ended well. I, I wasn't really fond of it. Like I'm like, okay, so they really I thought didn't it ended still, well, but I wasn't really fond of it. Okay, I thought it it ended kind of crappy. The storyline was okay. The action seemed it seemed like they just meshed you all three them together so into one. When you have a trilogy, and I don't know how much trilogies span over the year, uh, twenty plus years almost. And that's where this film is. I, I not twenty, but maybe fifteen, almost fifteen years. How this film has been developed mm-hmm. from Unbreakable to Split, Split you know, and then now this. It's been in a you know fifteen year span. About that, I'm not sure. I got the years right, but I guess they wanted to close it. And and to me, maybe it wasn't the greatest close ever, mm-hmm. but it's closed. And I think a lot of people like to see a movie. With Bruce Willis and Samuel Jackson and the crazy dude, you know I always forget his name. Yeah, but um, that was good. That good. It was a great collab. A good um pack of actors coming together and just closing a, a, a long trilogy. Mm. So that's what I thought Glass was, and it was all right. I give it an eight, seven, seven point five, around there. Give it a seven. I like it. Um, we won't give no more of the movie. Of course, it's still in theaters. Uh, we got a lot planned in the show. No guests this week, but we do have couples therapy back this week. Yeah, we do have a great topic. It's, you know, with couples therapy, we always try to talk about something personal. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but nothing too controversial. Right. So, you guys make sure you stick around for couples therapy. We're gonna bring up some sports next. Yeah. We're gonna be talking about LeBron's the shot. Mm-hmm. Um, a bunch of other NBA things. Uh, a little uh, bit of a Kyrie. We got some NFL things going on. So you guys make sure you tune in. This is Both Sides with DJ. And honey. We'll be right back, y'all. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Both Sides with DJ and Honey Podcast. We are back. Yes, um, talking sports, of course. Mm-hmm. By now, hopefully, everybody has watched HBO's The Shop, LeBron's show, with him and Maverick Carter. Bunch of guests on there. Yeah. Bunch of, you know, I feel like with LeBron's show, he brings on the people that everybody has the controversy surrounding them mm-hmm. at the moment. It's smart. It is great. Great, because to have Anthony Davis on your show after he doesn't get on the team. So, just dump into the Lakers real quick. They are losing, like as we predicted last week's show. Mm-hmm. And if you guys want to go back to last week's show, you guys can hear that we said the Lakers. Well, my babe did say the Lakers ain't making a playoff. Yeah. So, that's that. But he had Anthony Davis on the show. He also had Antonio Brown on the show. Yeah. Which, um, I believe today... That was will be well we'll talk about that um so we had them on the show they were talking about a bunch of things and Just random things you know um jamie fox was on jamie fox well well that's what i okay that's there you go thanks for so he really made that show really good he really made that show funny entertaining Mm-hmm. I, to me, and my personal, I think that might have been one of the better shows. Of them? Yeah. I totally I mean, me that. being a Drake fan, that might have been my favorite show, but yeah. I didn't, I... this one was funny. Um, they were just talking about being black in Hollywood and doing well, all that. What they deal with as yeah. men. Yeah, those things like that. And, you know, I guess the way they're treated and having, you know, black success in Hollywood and how, you know, police treat them you guys check it out the yeah. shot yeah. yeah just wanted to point out that anthony davis and antonio brown was actually on that and show and meek mills meek mills on the show yeah he, he didn't, didn't say much. much yeah he didn't he say much. um but they were there so um the shot what else we watched um not watched yeah. we still in sports right? yeah oh man guys forgive me <laughs> um zion williamson still hasn't played a game again i don't think he will be he probably will i think that's the end you think he's done he, he needs to reserve his, his knee. And that's what I wanted to get into. So, you, you do you think it's flaking on his teammates not to play another basketball game if he can play? Because I was listening to some stuff, and somebody pointed out something good, and they said, you're going to want me to play in these big games on your big TV stations when I might can get hurt again, and I'm not gonna get a dollar for those games either. Why should I play in those games? So, when that was said, 
in my mind, I was like, he shouldn't play. For what? What 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 does he have to gain playing? The respect of his teammates. I understand that part of it, but his teammates should be able to respect the fact that, like, look, this is not for anything bigger than me. This is not for you guys. This is for securing my future, my family, and all of those things. So I can kind of understand and see in the light if I'm not playing again. I think, and that's what it is. You have to worry about your career. And then, you know, the, the college students go through a vigorous schedule, and it, it it's a lot that's on their shoulders, especially going into having a scholarship, doing playing the sport, you know, still achieving your academic career also, and to deal with the whole hoopla, and then to know that if you, if he would have really hurt his knee badly Let's enough, be real, none of these athletes have really an academic career anymore. It's either going to ball, do. play ball one year, two year, you I know, but some of them still continue with the tutoring yeah. and stuff like that, but I think it's okay what he did. I don't think he should play because, you know, if God forbid he does play and something else happens, you know, that's it. That's Nobody's not going to walk because he's already injury prone. Yeah, and you need that's what certain gonna, that's parts what of your body yeah. part. If he get hurt again, then it's the stop drops. Yeah, yeah, so he needs to just chill out. So um, I'm a fan of him sitting. I am. That's it. I don't need to see him in the NCAA tournament for it to be interesting. Yeah. I just need to pick my boxes and get my money. You feel <laughs> me? Like everyone else. Exactly. So, um... We had an interesting week with my boy Kyrie. If you guys haven't been watching his interviews and stuff like that, despite their big win against the Warriors, I, in my own right, am a big, big Kyrie fan, yes. number one fan. He's my number one player. I'm not his number one fan. But um, he's my number one player in the NBA. I like him. His game is crazy. But I think the way he is answering his questions and his interviews and his character, like it's, it's like... All right, so I really hate when they put a mic to KD's, like, mouth. I'm sorry to look at Yeah, I hate when they put a mic, like, to KD, and he answered questions. And I'm starting to hate that with Kyrie. Because it's like everything that comes out your mouth is negative. Your body language walking to these arenas are negative. And, you you know, you wanted to leave the Cleveland Cavaliers, despite, you know, knowing LeBron's probably going to the Lakers, or you didn't want to be in LeBron's light anymore. You wanted your own team, and you got one, a great team, a great franchise, great owner, great GM, good coach, um, good basketball players surrounding you, and you can't handle the pressure of being the leader of that team. You're, you're the vet. You're the only one on that team with a championship. The respect should be given to you. I'm not saying they need to do what you say and listen, but I'm saying as far as your skills on the court... You are the alpha male on the court. Mm. And not only you got to show that on the court, you got to show that to your teammates off the court. When y'all get a bad lose or, or when when there is like some turmoil in the locker room, you got to be the one to say, yo, we need to fix this. We are better than this. Like like the Celtics, who would have knew they'd be in fifth place? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, so for that to happen, like the season slid away. And it's crazy. I can still see them going to Eastern Conference Finals. I can see that. But I can also see... Kyrie gone in the June. Terrible if he doesn't. Beginning of July, he's gone. He, I, I can understand certain frustrations, but when he got into the team, they were young. They still learning one another. You know, even for last year where where they headed, you know, they far. They got far, but not far enough. But to actually have this type of attitude towards us, if you don't want to talk to a reporter. Okay, fine, but you don't have to have that negative attitude towards them and start. Cur- well, he didn't sort of. Cur- well, he did. I think the negative attitude 
pointed towards Kyrie, because I know there's negative attitudes pointed towards Kyrie from his teammates, come from, look, we did all of this without you yeah. last year. Mm-hmm. You understand? Like, we made it all the way to Eastern Conference Finals, Game 7 against LeBron, almost prevailed. We didn't. Maybe you would have got us off time, but maybe you wouldn't have even got us as far no. as we could. You know no. what I'm saying? Like, but we know we got that far together, and we feel like we, who did it last year, could probably do it again this year and prevail. Because now there is no LeBron in the East. So those things come into those players' minds. And then when a dominant player like Kyrie come back and take away from that chemistry, take away from Terry Rozier developing, Jalen Brown developing, and that's Tatum. And Tatum. And, you know, you got to throw Brendan Hayward in there as well because he's taking away from those guys as well. So you got to, like, think about the psychological breakdown of what players may go through when you think after a breakout season, the next season going to go great because you got your great player back and then it was not going great. You're thinking because your great player is back. So it got to be a lot of terms. Yeah, I mean, you do have to deal with it. Just weigh it out. Just chill out. Just play the game and stop acting like a big old baby. Yeah. So today is um, trade day, Friday. And hopefully we didn't get this wrong. And I'm going to say this cautiously. Today is the day Antonio Brown gets traded. That's all I can say. That's it. So if you guys hear this, and if you hear it, he's been traded. Or if you guys are watching and you hear it, um, or see it, then we're saying it. But it's been so it's been told that Antonio Brown will be traded today, Friday. So you guys make sure to watch out for that throughout the weekend. And if it has happened, um, I feel like he's already been gone. Okay. I feel like I've gone through that um, process of being detached from your star player. Leaving your city. Um, he's been there since he's been drafted. When he got drafted, he was a, a fifth round pick that, you know, or fifth or sixth that nobody really had a lot of faith in, obviously, if you get drafted that low. That came from the bottom, made a name for himself off kickoff and punt return, then became a dominant receiver for the last six to seven years, so I want to say six years. Um, the man's career in Pittsburgh has been crazy good. You can't doubt that he's been the number one wide receiver in the last five to six years. I'm saying that because it's a truth statistically. Um, He's durable. He's small, durable. He's the best wide receiver in Steeler history. I'm saying that. And um, he's good. That's that. You know, it hurts. Wow. But that's the truth, you know? Wow. Yeah, that one hurts. You summed that up real nice. He's, he's gone. He's gone. went through that journey with him. It is what it is. It is. Exactly. It, it is, is what it is. is. It's sports. That's See, sports. You, okay, I'm I a Knicks fan, you. so you got to understand oh, that that's not, that's not, I that's know not. how to take heartbreak. I go through it every... When it hurts, every year, <laughs> your heart becomes numb. But, dang, I never saw this coming with the Steelers. Do you think that certain um, players in the NFL, or any type of sport, do you think that... They should stay like, like you said. He's been there for almost what, seven, eight years. Nah, Antonio Brown been there like eight years. Do you think that there should be a moment where players should decide to leave a team? Because then you put your faith wholeheartedly in that team. So what happens when this type of situation? You know, do you think there should be a set standard in their mind or a set standard in particular where they should leave a team so they can develop somewhere else? This is what I think. Like what's happening right now. Antonio Brown, and I'm just using him as an example because that's what we're talking about. 
hang out with a lot of basketball players. Jimmy Butler in particular. Mm -hmm. Jimmy Butler fought his way out of Chicago. Then fought his way out of uh, Minnesota. And now he's in Philly. You don't think that... And not just using Antonio Brown, any of these other football player athletes are looking at these other leagues like the NBA and the MLB and saying like, yo, if those athletes can leave where they at by just saying it, why can't we do it as NFL players? And that comes down to the, the NFL PA, Players Association, and what they bargaining for. So each league has their own PA and... Um, you know, they bargain for those certain things. And, and obviously the NFL have a more, I guess, strict because not their money is not fully guaranteed. Like, you ain't going to take all your money from here and go there. Like, it's not guaranteed to them. So I guess what AB is probably at in his life is like, yo, I got my bread. I'm good. Mm -hmm. I'm good. Like, send me to another team. If it don't work out, rework my deal, you don't rework my deal. Like, I heard his deal might get reworked, but he might get more money. So... He like they didn't see, like yeah, yeah, he deserves he every penny. Yeah, because he's fantastic. Um, but in the same token, you just gotta like, like I don't know. It's just, it's it's different sports. You know what I'm saying? It's just different sports, and maybe the way that the whole situation went down wasn't the greatest. But he took the power in his in his own hands. So I didn't want to play for this franchise no more, and they and they giving him what he wanted. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I don't think every athlete should do that. I just think that it's okay for a player to not want to play for your team who's put in the work for your team already. Mm -hmm. He did what he can. Mm -hmm. You know, quarterbacks descending. So you got to just let it, you know, let, it let him get yeah, the long run. Let's see what the new year is. AB, wish you good luck. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so you got your both sides shirt on. Please show them. Um, again, guys, um, please, you're getting too revealing now. Um, we will have those shirts available soon. We will put the link up when it's available on um, both underscore size DJRS. That's our Instagram. Yeah, you guys already seen the, the black, black and white one. one. We will have a, a white and black alternate to that as well. So um, you guys look out for those. Yeah. So we're going to just keep the show rolling. We got, what, couples therapy, couples therapy coming up. after um, a word from our sponsors. Yes. Yes? Yes, indeed. Okay, this is Both Sides with DJ. And honey. We'll be back after these messages. to both sides with dj honey podcast everyone couples therapy is back Yay. we're here we're talking boundaries Yay. now i don't know if you guys know what we're saying when we say boundaries but we're talking about respecting somebody else's space space respecting another person's significant other that's not yours don't touch mm -hmm. slap on the hand mm -hmm. all of that Ooh. yeah okay so, um, of course, we always bring a little bit of our personal experiences with our couples therapy. These aren't things that we just make up. Um, so, a number got slipped in my phone. 
and it was supposed to be a business thing, and it got slipped while Honey was around, um, and I automatically, right off the bat, told her, and, you know, then, you know, we move on, me and Honey, we have been building more and more trust as we grow in our relationship, so, um, yeah, boundaries should be definitely respected, and I think it's certainly um, a distasteful act, especially when you're doing things on the low and you're trying to be sneaky and those things like that, and then, you know, you don't know what that relationship and that couple is going through, that too. You want to chime in? Or you being cautious? I think, you know me. Mispassionate <laughs> <sighs> sometimes. Mispassionate sometimes. I think when it comes to boundaries, we tend to, as adults, don't. Because of their situation. And if it's allowed and they find it, it's okay. They don't care who it's done, regardless. Um, like the incident with your slip number. I wasn't far, so I think... I was just, yeah, we was in a business type of setting, setting right? so um, I was using the both sides, email and that stuff, and... Um, they felt like they, it should yeah, be a little bit more than that. Yeah, so um, with that being said, I hate the lines that people use like we're all adults, and I just wrote that down because it popped in my head. Because that's because, because Because I'm pretty sure have anybody ever been in a situation like that and approached that person when they felt like their significant other space or their space is being intruded with their significant other um the first thing to come to mind is we're all adults we're just talking or you know what i'm saying like those mm, when we can't okay. exchange numbers like you know what i'm saying yeah but that's what that's that's, that's what a lot of people use you know what i'm saying i have female friends i do i don't mind having them and i know you sometimes don't care. You don't care if I have them. As long as I respect you and the means of it, that's it. But at the same time, if I ain't looking to be your friend and my woman is around, then let's not cross that line. It's a, it's a, it's a line. It shows disrespect to my girl, and it shows your class right off the back. You know what I'm saying? So these are um, definitely things that, you know, it, it's mostly found that women do. Yeah, and I think because women think that it's okay. You know, we're supposed to be the higher power when it comes to sex. And I'm not being sexist. Me and my woman are sitting, me and my girl, we're just having decent comedy. We talk back and forth. She can put anything on the males, too. I won't flinch. I think because, you know, we have that sexual empowerment, as they say, that track men. But where it gets a little misconstrued is the fact that women are fake in particular when it comes to certain situations. It seems like women on women is always, that's always been the case. Because women tend to have that It's always judgment. Type. It's always like, oh, you know what I'm saying? How she, you know, she looked better. You know what I'm saying? That's the, yeah. That's a lot. It is a lot. That's that a is lot. a lot. Like, if I you don't, don't do that. yo, my boys, and I'm telling you, like, growing up, and I'm not dissing nobody, like, we range from the flyest to the bummiest, and we were all cool, and nobody looked down on them. You know what I'm saying? Like, boys, like, I don't know how it is today growing up and stuff like that, but I think that just goes from growing, like, like I don't know. I mean, we mature more, but we tend to, like, have these little... And I can see the fakeness in girl on girl. Like, once I, when I see it, when I see girls greet each other, I see the fakeness right off the because bat. Because you're already sizing that person up. Yeah. It's, it's like, about sizing yeah, up like, and how yeah. you do one better. And honestly, and I'm going to put this out there. Please, everyone, this is my woman. Stop sizing her up. 
because I, I'm 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 serious, and I'm not trying to start anything like that. I know y'all see me and y'all see her. Y'all like, oh, she a little rough around the edges. She probably a little too rough. No, my woman and me are, are just fine. Stop sizing her up because, and I'm not trying to make this a controversial thing because when me and her are walking in the street. People grill at her and stare at her, and I don't know if it's a her thing or maybe it's a me thing. I may be mistaken and be, I don't know what anybody's thinking. But I'm just saying, like, not just my woman. Stop looking at everybody's relationship and stop sizing the male and stop sizing up the female and saying, oh, I'm better than that. Or I can, or that person can be better with me or, you know, stop doing that. Find somebody that you can be good with. And I, and, I, and I had to circle back, and I'm not trying to make this about me and honey, but like I said, it's personal things. Like, stop sizing up people's relationships. If you wanted to be with that person, while that person was single was your chance. If you ain't know them, then it weren't for you. That's that. And you can't go around, like, trying to get in between and wedge people. You know what I'm saying? That's not cool. We trying to, like, really support it and... and 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 we trying to like keep people together. There's no need for no more getting in between. You know what I'm saying? Like that also shows a person characteristic. They like, do who they are and how they go about things. And that wouldn't whoever that person was. That couldn't be somebody. I would even for with. some reason, I can't even see a dude like sizing dudes up like how a no men are for it. Like, they don't even say, "Oh, I um, can we change numbers? Can we be your friend?" Or but even, dudes won't do that type of stuff in front of another, like... No, they wouldn't. They would do it in the uh, personal space. Yeah, 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 be also space, sneaky. Like, on the but women is just like, look, I got it, so... Yeah, yeah try and make, you know, but... You know. That was our couple's It's just a It's, all, it's out now. Yeah, it's whatever. Who's Yeah, Who's There you go. We still encouraging everybody to come on here. I hope that wasn't discouraging, but these are personal things. We encourage you to come on and talk about personal things. Y'all personal things. Right. Hit us up, both underscore sides, DJ RS. Um, this is Couples Therapy, both sides with DJ Honey. Hey. Hey, guys, I'm Andrea Rachel, and I'm on both sides with DJ Honey. Check them out. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Both Sides with DJ. And honey. <laughs> podcast. So, we're completing another one. I know this is a little shorter than usual. Um, just want to keep everything flowing. We got a lot of things that we're um, involved in, getting involved in. So, things is getting tight. It's getting better, though. It's definitely getting better. So, we appreciate everybody for listening. Make sure you guys follow us, Both Underscore Size DJRS on Instagram. Make sure you guys go and um, subscribe to the YouTube, YouTube channel. Yes, and, um, subscribe, subscribe. Continue to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and Google. What are we getting into this weekend? What's, what's this weekend? This weekend. This simple weekend. Everything I, seems I simple. Think, it's just these cold stuff. I think we should do like a pre-spring cleaning. You want to do Daylight savings time. Daylight is, savings is tomorrow. Tomorrow Sunday. is Sunday-ish. Well, in the morning. Tomorrow is yeah. Sunday-ish. Sunday-ish. We're going to lose an hour. So you guys... If you can sneak an hour in somewhere, make sure you can go try and get it back. I don't How? know if you want to go to work and sleep your first hour. <laughs> You're right. Um, 
How? Not, How do I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying. Like, go to sleep early. You know what I'm saying? Get that hour back somehow, some way, guys. Y'all gonna be feeling drained when y'all wake up and everything gonna be shifting and feeling different. Mm. I don't know. I think I make it. I don't know this time. I told Erica we might go check her out. Oh, I didn't tell you. No, you didn't. No, I didn't tell you. But no. I did say that is an option. So we might go do that. Is the yeah, case, you know. Is. She's in the Bronx now, bro. Bronx, so, so everybody. Like, everybody Bronx, 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 Bronx. Home girl from now. Bronx now. <laughs> um, we might be spring, free so spring, spring cleaning. Spring cleaning. We need to. We need to dust. Yeah. And and do all spring that Spring is about what two weeks. We need to throw on some of DJ stuff and clean up the house. Uh, yeah, the toys is getting ridiculous. DJ got toys from when he was it's two years old. So still here. Yeah, big. everything. DJ got like big trunks. Like everything's like big. Like, big. Like, if you big trip thing. and fall, you gonna be in the hospital. Like that's how crazy <laughs> DJ's room is right now. We're awesome probably gonna be doing cleaning that. So, just hoping you guys um did check out our Dominican Republic stuff. We're still pushing that in a way, and they're not pushing it for any um money purposes or anything like like, like that. that. Like what we trying to do. What we try to do with both sides is, this is a, 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 a couple's podcast first. As you guys can see, I sit here with my lady um, to the left of me every day or every podcast episode. And, and we put in the work, we put in the ideas, and we're just trying to show you guys, like, like, and we want you guys to also do the same. Like, represent your love, represent your black, your color, your white, your, your, your tan. I don't care. Represent that. Represent what you have. And represent it well, because um, if you have a love, if you have a family, you have those are the people that sh- that's who you got to you know hold you down. So those that that's what we try to represent. We try to push unity. We try to push you know the black love, of course, because we don't see a lot of black couples doing a lot of things united. You see a more fighting and arguing than. Um, Putting some ideas together and, and trying to um, build a, a empire, so to yeah, speak. Yeah, let's not so, try to add to the stigma. Yeah, so we're trying to change those things, and um, we're not perfect. No. Excuse me, that was my dog. We're not perfect, but um, we're working hard on becoming as unified as possible, so that we can complete our family and complete, you know, our dreams and mm-hmm. the things, mm-hmm. and so we can be good. So that's what we're representing when you see us. Running in slow motion. Yes, it's sexy. <laughs> yes, so we're trying to be sexy. Yes, it's all of those things, but you could be sexy however you want. Those ways, like like if it's on a beach, if it's you and your your woman watching TV, and y'all just I'm not saying take a flick of it and stuff like that, but if that's what you got and that's what you love, why not represent it? You understand? Uh, we love sports. We represent talking about sports. You know, me and my girl, we may have a different opinion, being that it's me and my girl. Having a, 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 a you know a, a debate about sports. So if it's somebody else's relationship, they may yeah, be seeing it exactly. differently. So you guys represent what you guys do. Love one another. Um, try to get on one page. I'm not saying watch the same stuff, do the same stuff. But if you guys are gonna build, make sure you guys are building together. And it's not even all about couples. So just black people in general, like people in general like but i mostly always try to push up our black culture to try and support one another push one another you know it ain't got to be out your pocket it could be a simple you know word word of mouth or anything like that so just continue to push let's let's elevate one another and let's get to where we need to go um this is both sides with dj honey podcast we signing off 
You guys have a great weekend. And always stay blessed. Hey you guys, we would like to give thanks to the various artists who contribute to all our episodes.